Oh, yeah. TGIF Let's Go Neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop. Wada. Yeah. Hello out there, neighborhood. This is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Welcome to another thrilling episode of By the Book. This is the second time I've done the show. I recorded an episode just a few minutes ago, and I didn't like it. I was stumbling over my words. I was going off on tangents that weren't even the good kind of tangents. The kind of tangents you expect from DC and Doc here at DDT Wrestling. These were just, I would like lose my place halfway through the tangent and forget what I was talking about. And so I decided, you know what? You got that voice in the back of your head? You know that voice that talks to you? Um, I try to keep my voice positive. I try to keep it as a little pope of positivity. And... You know, it could have been saying, this stinks, this stinks, this stinks, what are you doing, stop podcasting, and instead all it was saying is, you could do this so much better, you could do a much better job, and so 26 minutes in, no lie, I stopped, deleted the audio, took a quick walk, got a drink, and we're doing it again. I want to make this a short show, and the reason I want to make this a short show is because there's a lot to talk about in the world of DDT wrestling. Forget the stuff that we'll talk about in the world of wrestling. That's what DC and Doc will do tomorrow on DDT wrestling. You've got eight episodes of the list where Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, and I rank the greatest wrestlers of all time. You've got last week's episode of DDT wrestling, which previews the Elimination Chamber. There will soon be a new episode of DDT wrestling where we'll break down the Elimination Chamber and talk about Fastlane and the road to WrestleMania. So I don't need to take up your time. You could also listen to one of our fine affiliates here on the NAI Wrestling Network. Take a Have a lunch with Salty Chips. Salty Chips make lunch better, so have some time with Salty Chips. Check out McCool. Check out Ant. Check out NAI Pod. There are plenty of shows for you to listen to. So today's goal, today's objective, as a teacher, you should always have your objective in mind, and it's a good idea to tell your students what the objective is at the start of the lesson so that they know what to expect. Today's lesson, today's objective, we're going to completely redo the WrestleMania wall because now that the Elimination Chamber has happened, it's a big change. I was sitting at the garage. I had to wait about an hour for my car to get fixed. Turned out didn't actually wind up getting fixed. Had to leave it there. But during that hour that I was sitting there, I took my phone out and I started making my own little mini electronic WrestleMania wall because that's what I had the time for. And I want to use that time wisely. What am I going to do? Read a Sports Illustrated magazine? I'm going to work on the WrestleMania wall. So 
Here's where we stand. Raw's got the most changes, obviously. They just had a pay-per-view. Let's start there. Where is the document? There it is. Brock Lesnar will be taking on Roman Reigns. I have moved Braun Strowman off the wall for that and replaced him with Roman Reigns. Braun Strowman now becomes a question mark. I know that the rumor I saw online was that they're going to keep him kind of on standby on the off chance that Brock Lesnar just does leave, which he does have a history of, let's admit it, or if Roman Reigns gets caught up in some sort of steroid thing. That is the risk you run, is if some big news drops in the next six weeks, WWE's got to decide how to act when it comes to Roman Reigns. So having Braun on standby makes sense. My worry is that if Brock is fine and Roman is fine, Braun Strowman's in the Andre Battle Royal. And as much as I would enjoy watching him throw 20-some-odd people over the top rope, I think we can all agree there is something better for him to do. I'd also like to point out that it's entirely possible that he could end WrestleMania without having been in a match, just come down the ramp, kick the crap out of Roman Reigns, and end the show with him holding the title up so we know that he didn't win the title at WrestleMania, but he's coming for the title, and he's going to win it at some point. Anyways, there's your title match. Uh, the Intercontinental title, that multi-man ladder match, that's coming down, being replaced by Miz versus Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. You might put Elias in there. It might become a fatal four-way, just because there are other triple threats later on Raw, even, uh, that I'm going to hypothesize. But Miz versus Balor versus Rollins does seem to be sort of where we're going. I have no problem with that. Asuka is in the title match. Alexa Bliss retained her title, was very happy to see that, loved her promo afterwards. So I'm saying Asuka's going to wrestle Alexa Bliss unless Asuka decides to go to SmackDown, but that hasn't happened yet on our television. So I'm going to keep her on Raw, wrestling Alexa. I'll also make Sasha versus Bailey. They're seeming to have a feud. I like what's going on with both of them, so that match should be very good. Ronda Rousey, have to write it down now going to wrestle with Kurt Angle against Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Didn't watch either of the segments from Elimination Chamber or from Raw, though I will say watching what little bits and pieces of it I did, my interest level was a 2 out of 10 for Ronda Rousey. I'm now up to a solid 5. She suplexed Triple H through a table. She, you know, scared the bejesus out of Stephanie McMahon. I'm looking forward to seeing what Ronda Rousey can do. Have no problem with that match being up there. Also have no problem with Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy having some sort of ridiculous gimmick match. I remember the Hollywood backlot brawl. I remember that Goldust and Roddy Piper fought in an alley for a while, and then <laughs> Goldust hit Roddy Piper with a car and drove away. Roddy Piper got into his car, which happened to be a white Ford Bronco, and chased him. And then we saw clips of the O.J. chase, because this was back around the time of the O.J. Simpson story. And so O.J. had a white Bronco, so they were kind of doing that art-imitating life thing. And then they finished the match in the ring. I have no problem with that. And it sounds somewhat similar to the House of Horrors, but I'm hoping it's good. I like silly matches like that, so I have no problem putting that on my WrestleMania wall for right now in some sort of... I'll even write on my yellow sticky notes, which states the stipulations, silly gimmick match. 
Uh, we've got our cruiserweight title, Cedric versus Buddy Murphy. That's still what I'm going with. If you want to put Roddy Strong in there, if you want to put Mustafa Ali in there, have no problem. Have no problem with either of those substitutions, but we know we're getting a cruiserweight title match. We'll also get a Raw tag team title match. I do think this gets put on the pre-show. Right now I'm saying it's The Bar versus Gallows and Anderson versus The Revival. Titus Worldwide seems to have had their shots and lost. So I get they'll go to the Battle Royal. And if you want to tell me that Dash and Dawson go to the Battle Royal too, I actually have no problem with that, despite the fact that I am very fond of The Revival. They're I, my favorite tag team, probably. I'd have to think about it for a minute, but they are probably my favorite tag team. But they haven't had a stellar year. They were beset by injuries. If they don't deserve, quote unquote, using that term that people don't like, if they don't deserve a WrestleMania match and you want to just do the bar versus Gallows and Anderson, that's fine. I don't need every one of my favorites to have great moments all the time. I know that the Revival's day will come. So I'm happy to wait. I was happy as a clam to see Bo Dallas on the pre-show for Elimination Chamber. And I got to tell you, friends, I could have cared less that he lost. Because he was wrestling, he looked good, he had the gold jacket, I want one, I was happy. Find your happy. Depending on your definition, you could change that to reasonable expectations. Because if you have reasonable expectations, you will often be satisfied. If you expect that, if you thought that Seth Rollins was going to get randomly shoved into that title match, despite the rumors that John Cena was arguing for it, uh, you were bound to be disappointed. I expected Braun to win. He didn't, but I'm okay with it. As long as he has a chance to shine at WrestleMania, I'm happy. Question marks for Raw right now are Braun Strowman, Elias. You know, maybe he goes into the Battle Royal. Maybe he gets put into the Intercontinental title match. We don't know. And poor Nia Jax. I do feel bad for Nia Jax because she's doing great work. Her match with Asuka was tremendous. And I don't know where we're going. There's no great fit for her in the title match on Raw. There's no great fit for her in the Sasha Bailey thing. I, right now, if it were me, if I was in charge, I'd move her to SmackDown right now. Because if you look at SmackDown, nothing is happening with their title scene. Nothing. Charlotte's wrestling Ruby White, Riot. Ruby White. Oh, man. Oh, oh. I love when you stumble over your words and come up with greatness. Ruby Wyatt with Bray? I'm writing this down. Where's a pen? Oh, I'm so glad I restarted this show. I'm even writing it on the back. No, I'm not writing it on the back of a checkbook. That would be all. I used to have paper. Get over here. Ruby Wyatt. Oh, what a great idea. That would be wonderful. Ruby Wyatt. All right. Uh, Charlotte is wrestling Ruby Riot at Fastlane. Pretty sure we all know Charlotte's going to win. But then she goes on to WrestleMania, and I have no idea what's happening. And actually, I talked myself into this idea on the first episode of this I tried and decided not to do, which I'm so grateful for, because Ruby Wyatt is just a wonderful, happy accident. Oh, such a good day. Um, I think we need a multi-woman match. Maybe a fatal five-way. Maybe Charlotte, Becky, Natalia, Naomi, and... Maybe Ruby Wyatt, and or maybe make it a six-pack challenge. You know who I'd throw in? I'd throw in Nia Jax. I'd move her from Raw to SmackDown. Just do it. Come up with some way that it happened, you know. They make a trade. Maybe you send somebody from SmackDown over to Raw. You know, I don't know who it would be. Carmella, maybe. Maybe Carmella would make sense on Raw. But 
you know, move Nia over there and put her in there. I'm going to keep Charlotte versus Becky on the board, on the WrestleMania wall, just because I don't think they're going to go with some multi-woman match. I think it's a good idea, but it is a question mark. Some things that aren't question marks, AJ versus Nakamura, yes, it's entirely possible that someone else wins the title. However, let me say this. If people are going to cancel WWE Network because Roman Reigns is going to headline his fourth WrestleMania, that's certainly their choice, but I think it's a little foolish. However, if we were promised at one point, if we were told that we were going to get AJ Styles versus Nakamura, and now we're going to get somebody else versus Nakamura, I could understand why some fans who really wanted that match might be like, you know what, it's time to take a break from WWE because they're clearly not hearing me and my voice. So if that's the case, that's fine. I don't think that's going to happen. I think AJ and Nakamura are going to wrestle and have a great match at WrestleMania, but there is that question mark, at least until a week from Sunday. Um, The tag titles. My favorite moment of SmackDown was the tag segment. I thought Big E had a great promo. The Usos have had great promos. The Bludgeon Brothers were great doing much of nothing. So I think we're going to get a triple threat. I'd like to see it be a TLC match. I understand that the whole reason TLC started was because the Hardys used ladders and the Dudleys used tables and Edge and Christian did the concerto and they just decided to combine that. So I understand technically this should be a fake metal teeth cap slash pancake slash hammers match, but that's just silly. So if you wanted to do TLC, it has been 17 years since that great TLC match at WrestleMania 17 or X7. This is now WrestleMania XXXIV. So, or XXX4, since they apparently decided to combine. That was weird. I didn't think of that before, but they combined Roman numerals with regular numerals. That was just strange. Anyways, see, that tangent had a point. Um, New Day versus Usos versus Bludgeon Brothers. I'll say TLC, but I could be wrong on that. And one of the reasons I could be wrong on that is because the U.S. title, I've moved that to the multi-man ladder match. So I suppose a ladder match and a TLC match would be weird at a WrestleMania, though it's going to be a five-hour show, so they probably have time for it. Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, Rusev, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, all make sense. You want to throw Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in there and make it an eight-man match? I think that's what they were doing with the Intercontinental title match a few years ago. I have no problem with that. That actually might be the best place for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, because right now they're question marks for me. I, I don't know what's happening. I also don't know what's happening with Shane and Daniel Bryan, I said this, I went off on a tangent um, the first time I recorded this and actually didn't like it because I felt like I got negative. I personally am tired of Shane and Brian just talking. Nothing's happening. Stephanie McMahon would have fired Daniel Bryan by now and at least she would have been decisive. Shane McMahon is doing nothing. Daniel Bryan's doing nothing. I'm tired of nothing. I would like to see something. By all means, continue to argue. By all means, continue to clash. By all means, wrestle at WrestleMania. Shane McMahon versus Daniel Bryan. Just do something, please. That's all I ask. Uh, But yeah, right now, Sammy and Kevin are a question mark. Maybe they go in the U.S. title match. Maybe they fight each other. Maybe they break up officially at the Fastlane pay-per-view. The, the only thing I notice right now is that SmackDown Live has five matches. Right now, there's eight. I suppose that's not true. There's seven Raw matches, five SmackDown matches, and one 205 Live match. Since the Cruiserweights aren't wrestling, 
on Raw anymore, which I think is a great idea. You go to watch NXT to see Aleister Black, you have to watch 205 Live to watch Cedric Alexander. It makes total sense. Uh, so that is still a little uneven, so I guess maybe Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens could help fill that there. I don't know, because I want to get this in under 20 minutes. I want this to be a pod blast, pod blast, or 20 minutes or less. Uh, I didn't make a lot of changes to NXT. The only big change is that the Undisputed Era is going to wrestle the winner of the Dusty Classic. My guess is that's TM61, because Street Profits is taken over. Authors of Pain and Sanity are moving on. you got to believe they're moving on. Uh, Street Profits are taken over. So TM61 is kind of stuck in the middle, where... This is probably their only time. I'd like it to be Lorcan and Birch, which sounds like a Harry Potter store and Diagon Alley. But I think it's TM61. I think this is the window where they've got a strike. And TM61 versus Undisputed Era would be quite the good match. I'm going to chuckle about Ruby Wyatt all day. Uh, other than that, I didn't make any NXT changes, except that Gargano and Ciampa now, I think, have some sort of unsanctioned street fight. Uh, it's not an NXT match because... Gargano's not part of NXT anymore. I also think a street fight brawl sort of thing actually makes it easier on Ciampa's knee. He doesn't have to do all of the movements that doing a wrestling match would involve. He can just throw stuff and hit people and use his crutch. I think it makes a lot of sense that way, too. On the off chance that his knee's not at 100%, but they want to strike while the iron is hot and have this this match. Oh, I feel good. I am so glad that I redid this show. I got to tell you, the back of my head, that voice that was saying, you can do better, you can do better, has just been sighing with satisfaction this entire time. So thank you for joining us. Um, And by us, I mean me, and I suppose the voice in my head, and Ruby Wyatt. Do me a favor. Check out ddtwrestling.com. That's our website. You can see the new site Doc Manson made for the list. You can check out uh, the shirts. Go to ddtpod.com, which I think now takes you to our shirt site, the Beefcake shirt, the DDT Wrestling shirt. And then do me one last favor. Tweet at Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, and just say the word praise or the word thank you because Doc Manson has done most of the work on the website. No, he's done all the work on the website. I don't know what I'm doing. He's done all the stuff for the t-shirts. You know, I kind of try to keep the podcast moving. Like I came up with the music for the list, which was a very small thing. Doc Manson is doing the Lord's work and I appreciate it, but he's never going to listen to this show to hear that I appreciate it. And I say, thank you, Doc Manson. So instead, please tweet at him and just say, DC says, thank you or praise for all of your hard work. Will you do that for me? I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for joining me on this much better episode of By the Book than the first one was. We're on the road to WrestleMania. I'm really excited. I hope you are too. Let's see where it all goes. I'm DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, let's close the book.